three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. And I have friends here. Yay! So so everyone here has actually been on a podcast before. So I'm just going to go down the line here. I've got... Hello, my name's Aaron. I've been on a couple podcasts you, before. You were on the Aladdin, right? Yes, I was on the Aladdin. Yeah, yeah that's what... And Endgame. That's right, yeah. You're the, on... the three hour long review. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Endgame, in, in we went like two hours. I yeah. can listen to that like a month ago. I was like, oh my god, this review, I was, we broke down so much. Yes. <laughs> and I still was like, oh, I didn't bring that up. <laughs> and of course, uh, one of our uh, one of our horror experts, Allie. Hi. Hi. I was on Halloween and also Endgame and Aladdin. And and Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel. And you, uh, Chrissy here helped out on our reviews for uh, our favorite, The Love the Witch. The Love Witch. Which was fucking horrible. It was awful. You <laughs> remember I watched that last year, and you were like, you came home halfway through and were like, what the fuck are you watching? Yeah, it's such a bad movie. <laughs> you, you, she was basically watching 70s porn. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it was, a, it was a very weird movie. But of course, Adam's Family and Hocus Pocus, which are a lot better movies that review. So, yeah. Yeah, listen to those if you haven't already. But so we were talking about this off mic. Uh, we're reviewing Doctor, uh, or I'm gonna call it Doctor Parentheses Strange Sleep. Uh, Doctor Strange is not in this, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, Ali uh, and Chrissy, you're both two of the two of the biggest horror people that I know. Period. As I've talked about in the podcast. Hunter hates being scared, so when a scary movie does come out, I'll go, eh, if it has a ghost, I'm not super keen on seeing it. Um, ghosts do it for you? That's the thing? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm black. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are like the most terrifying thing. You know, the whole white sheet, but... Um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I get it. But I was really curious to see this, because, um, and Allie and I have talked about it, uh, you liked it, Chapter Two. I know you weren't crazy about it, though, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I could go on and on about my problems with it, Chapter Two. But for the first hour, I was super on board because it's just like the book. It's my favorite book of all time. And then I feel like he tried to make it too sentimental. He changed some things from the book that like didn't work, and then the ending was about thirty minutes longer than it should have been. Okay. It dragged. Yeah. Chrissy kind of same yep. thoughts on that? Okay. Yeah. Fair, yeah. fair enough. So, going into this and just seeing Terminator Dark Fate, which I will not go off on a huge rant on. I did that in a review. You liked it that much, huh? Yeah. It, it's, it'll be on my top ten or so. <sighs> like, I, I hated that movie. Um, I, I just... The only joy I got is that uh, the T-800... I, that's a spoiler, so I can't really say it to you. Um... <laughs> He's in. Uh, just say it. Just say it. Okay, say fine, it. fine. Okay. okay. So the T eight hundred basically is retired and has a family. Uh, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, you got to grow up. The, 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 the while, explanation you know? they give, but what's really funny is it looks like the nanny that broke up his marriage and it made me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the most entertainment. Was, it, was his real son in it? The, the no, one that no. The one that looks just like, like him. him. It's like yeah. he's like a Hispanic. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like it. it 
He does, actually. Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, Arnaldo. <laughs> <laughs> but but watching that movie, I'm really, I just went. I, I'm. I don't know if I want sequels to stuff I enjoy anymore. Uh, I didn't rewatch Shining before I saw this because I was really kind of worried about comparing it too much to the Shining. So I'm like, I need to give it its own chance to breathe. So I went back and I watched some of it uh, this morning. And I gotta say, it actually makes me love the movie more. And I'm using the term love for a reason, because I went in this very concerned, because uh, Stephen King has an ability to be kind of like, Al, uh, like Alan Moore, where it weren't ever Hollywood adapts his shit. He's like, God damn it, stop doing that, you know? <laughs> like, and to be fair, he has some recourse to not like some of, this, of his shit that's been adapted. He's made some terrible movies. He knows what a bad movie is. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he has directed one of the worst ones. Yeah, yeah uh, which one? Max Overdrive. Oh, yeah, I did for Yeah, I. He was just so high on Coke that he was. <laughs> I really crap fast cars. I, that'll do it, though. I mean, I've never tried Coke, but I'm sure that would make you just be. Maybe it's what Michael Bay's always on. I mean, that's why his movies are always on. Guys, that's what it is. <laughs> but. But I do think, too, that Ewan McGregor, I think people forget that, you know, he's not swinging a lightsaber. <laughs> he's he's a really great actor. Uh, the island excluded from that. But, but cause I, I fucking hate the island. But when I heard Ewan McGregor is going to be in this, I went, oh, okay. Like, like, this could be good. And I know that, again, speaking not as a horror guy, but uh, I know the guy behind the camera director, uh, Mike. Um, Flanagan. Thank you. I know that in the horror community, he's he's kind of gone the uh, uh, almost kind of the same Raimi route. Like he did a lot of like indie horror and has slowly kind of built up his pedigree and his uh, uh, his uh, sachet, as it were. Is it his second Stephen King movie? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he did the uh, the Netflix one. He uh, did Gerald's Game, which is you. really good. Okay, and that had um oh god, what's Carly her name? Uh, Gugino, yeah, that had her in it. Um, so. I'm always happy to see, you know, people who are, like, on a smaller scale build their way up and get to this level. Uh, Jordan Peele, obviously, being one of the more prominent examples right now. He's doing kind of well for himself. Uh, <laughs> he's doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, he's out there. Yeah, here and there. But my genuine admiration that I left for with this film, I, I was... I was expecting nothing. Like I said, Terminator kind of broke me in that sense. I was like, oh, God, another sequel, something I enjoy. Fuck, they're probably going to, you know, like, find some way to fuck it up. And what I appreciate about this movie, it's it's not The Shining. Because so many sequels are very much the same thing, like, when you play it safe. This is, this doesn't lean uh, on the hotel like I thought it would. I was actually really surprised by that. I thought the hotel would kind of be... Um, Honestly, the, part, the parts with the hotel were my least favorite parts of the whole movie. Yeah. 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 It, it, I don't hate those parts, but that was the part I was like, oh, all right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you kind of need this, I guess, but you didn't need yeah. it. I was like, like, it's like the probably the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, yeah it, it, if anything. Uh, uh, Chrissy, kind of your thoughts. Like, cause you saw you just rewatched The Shining, didn't you? Yes, or? I did. So, I, oh, I hate The Shining. Do you really? Yes. Really? The, the movie. The book, I okay. think, is so much better. Please explain why you need the movie. I'm, I'm genuinely I mean, curious. <laughs> like, I mean, like, how like, long is this podcast? <laughs> oh, we can go for it. There's no time limit. Go, please, go. Well, no, just because this sh- like they left so much out of the movie. And, the, and, I mean, the movie The Shining, I think, is also, like, two and a half hours long. So yeah. yeah. It's plenty long for them to have gone in and done, like, the correct character development that it needed. 
um, and just take more time. They're, like, there's just so much that they left out. And I feel like if you just watch The Shining and you have no idea what happens in the book, you have a completely different look on what the story really is. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would say that, like, whenever I... Because I watch The Shining, but I always... I have to try and keep it separate. Because mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of the book. I have an overlooked tattoo. But uh, I... Uh, like, the character of of Jack Torrance is so much more sympathetic in the book and it's okay. like yeah. it's like a, a really good father and husband who is just like is an alcoholic and when he drinks he's a different person but he's actually like a good person deep he's down trying. the hotel just exploits his bad parts and just mm -hmm. makes him worse yeah. and so Jack Nicholson can't really play that I love Jack Nicholson but he only plays crazy angry father in that movie yes. and so that's why in Doctor Sleep that's the only way they could go with the character. Like, okay. Whereas he has a much more cathartic thing with his dad in the in the book. So, so I, I think that was probably the thing that I actually appreciate the most because I felt because you know obviously the shining obviously deals with the concept of you know having things kind of passed on to you and that and that's the thing I probably like the most about this movie is that it is a big giant if you want to look for it metaphor about you know things that can. Uh, be her inherited good and bad and how you deal with those things and so the fact that Ewan McGregor gave so much so many layers to, to something where someone really could just came in like oh, I'm doing a horror thriller or whatever you know I could just phone this shit in and I feel like he took it way more seriously than most people would which I give him a lot of credit for um the other person I got a shout out to and I, I always I, when I see her and stuff, I kind of go, oh, that's all right. Okay, I, I really like you. Rebecca Ferguson is fucking amazing in this. She, She's great. She was my, oh, and I don't want to start saying my favorite parts, but she was one of my favorite parts. Uh, she scared the shit out of me at multiple points. I was like, oh, okay, I was like, I don't like you at all. <laughs> you need to stop being. I've never read the books, and so when Allie told me they were psych they're psychic vampires, I was like, all right, Stephen King. Honestly, they made psychic vampires truly terrifying, and then cycling when they die was so creepy. Yeah, they did such a good job with that. I I will say, like my my point of recourse from vampires recently, because Twilight is unfortunately still fresh in my mind. Or what we do in the shadows. There you go. There, there's great. yeah, that that's that's a way <laughs> that's a way better one. Uh, but it was cool to see vampires be, you know, like, scary again. Because that's essentially what they are. Yeah. And I will, it, they are not fucking around with this little girl. This little girl is kind of kind of one-upping him pretty consistently. And you see how Rose is getting more and more pissed off. And that got me scared. Because you're like, oh, she's not going to take it easy on you. And this is going to sound fucked up. But something about horror movies and just movies in general, I love when movies are just like, oh, you're a kid. Man, sucks you're so small and weak because I'm not. <laughs> God, I'm not gonna take it easy on you. I appreciate when they don't like shy away from that. Uh, when they kill this one kid who they pick up from a uh, from a baseball game. Oh, that part was. That part was yeah, yeah. Oh man, like how he's like screaming. He goes, you know, are you are you gonna hurt me? He just goes like, oh yes, we're going. I was like, yeah. fuck, okay. I, I was like, I was like, how do you make a psychic vampire scary? Ah, child murder. Yeah, I mean, that'll do it, man. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> Never mind. I'm, no, I, I had a joke. I had a joke. Say it. I was going to say, whoa, is his last name Ramsey? You know? Oh! 
You pushed me. <laughs> I was trying to move past it. I blame you. Well, I blame you too. I have to leave. So you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sadly, not the worst thing I'll probably said. But so, as far as the plot on this, so you know, yeah, Ewan of course plays Dan, grown up. The thing that I really that made me like hurt my heart about this is that he's fallen to the same habit as his dad. Like he's very much a, an alcoholic. Like he's doing some leaving Las Vegas style drinking early on in the movie. And I don't know if I missed this first part or what happened, but there was a part I know when they flash back um, to him as a kid and he's talking and, and he's there with his mom and they're watching the uh, Looney Tunes uh, cartoon, which made me really sad because that. That that short is about daddy issues. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, movie, damn! Like, like we're five minutes in, like easy. But but I appreciate the fact the movie gives you that gives you that tone, and so it flashes uh, flashes forward to him, um, and he's just he's just kind of going through it, man. Like he's drinking, he's uh, he just doesn't give a shit. And I and I like that because if you had ghosts talking to you constantly, and you could see that much you'd probably want to numb it too so that concept you're like yeah i can see you like there are times here why like and i won't go in the huge thing about my uh my belief on ghosts i do think that if you have you know how do i oh god you know fuck it why not if you if you believe in jesus <laughs> if you believe in jesus and you don't believe in ghosts Come on now, <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you can't believe in good, and that's where it stops. Like, if there's heaven, there has to be hell, vice versa, etc. So, I appreciate the fact that the movie treated this so quote realistically, unquote. Because if I could see ghosts, I'd be like, all right, I don't like any of this at all. I want this to go away. But it's something that you can't get rid of, as far as the movie's kind of concerned. Um, Kind of your thoughts on Ewan, uh, guys. Uh, he was great. He was amazing. I, I was reading an interview with him, and he said that they wanted to make the whole alcoholism, alcoholism thing like a smaller part of the movie. Oh, really? And he was like, no, I'm not going to do it unless we do the full uh, uh, story in the book. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, he's like, actually read the, he read the script before he read the book and went back and read the book afterwards. And I was like, we got to have this in there. Okay, that... That makes me... Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, that makes me like it more, yeah. actually. Now, Allie, you're the big Stephen King nerd, so... <laughs> so, so I, I'll be completely honest. I didn't even know there was a, a, a sequel to <laughs> Shining in book form. I was like, wait, there's a second book? And my friend was like, yeah, he did. I'm like, dude, I don't read. I'm sorry. Like, I had no fucking idea. I read it once. I was like, that was like fucking, like... I was like, God damn, this book like, keeps going. It's like, I mean, Doctor Sleep is heftier than the sh- than its predecessor. The is it? Is it really? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Okay. Um, I mean, well, they also like cover like more time. I think that they had to like smoosh in the movie, which is fine. Um, personally, I knew that he was cast when they first announced the movie, and I was like, okay, I'm on board for this. Like, he's yeah. a really good character actor. I think that he can bring a lot to to Dan, and I think that he did a really good job. Like. Well, being funny, because they still made him be funny, but also, like, dealing with, like, the being tortured and, like, finding a way to be connected to your dad that's not through alcohol. Yeah, which, how do I put this? That was uncomfortable, but in the best way, because that last scene he kind of gets with with his dad, as it were, near, near the end. 
I, I know some people have an issue with that. I love that the the hotel's fucking from that much. Like, hey, like, yeah, like you're just like him and him. With events, this movie where there's a point where he's about to take a drink and he's like the ball's like shaking his hand, just little things like that, and he throws it against the wall and just starts crying. I went, oh dude, I just want to give you a hug, man. Like I'm sorry that 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 shit is just not working out like great right now. Uh, Chrissy, what did what did you think of uh, handsome you uh, <laughs> the um, I'm glad he didn't have an accent in this movie. He did not. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast kind of ruined. Him for me a little bit. <laughs> oh, his French accent. Oh my gosh, was, oh, so bad. Um, but <laughs> but I really got. I actually didn't know that he was one that kind of wanted like the whole drinking thing to be a bigger part of the movie. Yeah. And I I did really appreciate that. Like especially when he's at the AA meeting and he's going yeah. on his eight was it eight years? Yeah. Um, and he starts talking about how like that was kind of a goal for his dad that he never got to meet. And that made me, oh God, that, that was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just, I, like, I feel like if you've never read the books at all and you've just gone from the shining to (coughs) Dr. Sleep, you have such a bad perception of the dad of Jack. Yeah. And so if you go and just go into Dr. Sleep without, you know, reading the books or not having any background knowledge of the book at all, you're kind of going to that scene like, what is he talking about? Like, his dad was a piece of shit. So I kind of like that you got that perspective because then it kind of did give the dad a little bit more depth other than just being, like, this awful person that was trying to kill his family. I, I, I agree with that. I think I think the thing that is hard is this movie, it doesn't absolve the dad because you can't absolve what. No, <laughs> you really can't. But, but. but at the same time, it, it does at least give you the feeling like he he did love his son like as shitty as he was like he was trying yeah, yeah he was trying and you're just kind of like okay and that's another message and it's just kind of letting that shit go and not you know dwelling on it uh i'm gonna butcher this girl's name and i feel so bad uh abra is a character in the movie is a uh, kylie Coran is what i'm gonna go with uh I don't know what she's been in before, Nothing. but this is her first thing. This gr- so I got I got Haley Steinfeld and True Grit vibes from this from this girl. I was yep. like, this girl's special. I don't know what she's gonna do next. Uh, probably be a superhero. That's what everyone's doing now. <laughs> she's in something. Some Netflix. Ironheart. <laughs> dude, if you you know what, I would be I would not be mad at that. I was like, let's do it. Oh, dude, call Marvel up. Let's get it going. Like, hey, hey, Mahershala, come on, man. Yeah, like, exactly. You got you got pulled now. Yeah, do it again. You're fucking played. Uh, <laughs> which I'm so excited for. But we'll go about it. Talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This girl's amazing, and the way that her and Dan play off each other. So basically. Dan is, you know, trying to basically... Uh, and I did appreciate, too, how they actually explained The Shining more in detail here. I was like, okay. I was like, I actually... It kind of actually makes me hate Stranger Things a little bit. <laughs> is, is, is that weird? Because I love this last season of Stranger Things, but I was sitting there watching the movie the whole time and went, they're kind of doing what Stranger Things did in eight episodes, but in, like, more than... <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's like, like, more than less than half the time. I was like, wow. Okay, so you, you kind of explain your version of the Upside Down... You gave you made me care about this girl. Uh, yeah, I was like, God, you kind of wrapped all that up in a bow in under three hours. I'm like, that's kind of <laughs> impressive. Like, but then you lose all those sick electric electronic synth pop sound songs that you get to listen to. I mean, I, I do love that. I, I, I'm kind of fucking with Chris right now because Chrissy hated the last season. Of really did. <laughs> yeah. Really awful. So, so, much. so like, it was great when we were texting like through it. She was like, Hunter, like. 
what part are you in? I'm like, oh, well, no, episode seven. She's like, what do you think of the season? I'm like, oh, I think it's great. And she just texts me back at a point, like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Like, like I know some people didn't. I, I honestly hated the second season. I you really? Was terrible. Oh, that's and, I, and I, I think the third season's a lot better than the second that's season. That's interesting because I love all three seasons. That's really yeah. interesting. But, but, so, this girl's like, so now, Alan, I'm going to kind of refer, uh, defer to you here. So is she as powerful in the book as the movie kind of makes her? Yeah. Okay. She really is like the most powerful psychic that anybody has ever seen. She does have all these powers. And like when, like, you know, (coughs) when uh, Rose finds out about her and she's like, oh, she's Big Shine. And then later she's like, no, she's bigger than Big Shine. She's literally could keep us fed for life. Um, And to give some context on that, the, the we were we called them psychic vampires, but basically what they do is they kidnap children with shine, whether they have like minimal or big, and then they torture them to get them to release steam, which is how they live. Not like immortal; they're not immortal, but they extend their life well past what they should in it. But it also like you know basically turns them into monsters. The the steam effect too, I thought was just. With really the glowing creepy. eyes. Oh my god! Like when they were taking kids, like their 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 shine or, or what have you, seeing the kids like freak out and how she was feeding off. Like like it, it was weird. I don't know if I could ever. I don't, I'll have to wait a little while to be attracted to Rebecca Ferguson again because like she was like getting like you know what I mean. Like it was like she was like getting off and like taking the kids. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I asked you and my fault. Like, but the way she was like like they are all like practically getting off like like draining these children i'm like i'm like oh it's like like thank god kevin spacey wasn't in this but i so <laughs> <laughs> allegedly sorry he but, got off yeah yeah, 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 I, <laughs> yeah he did yeah because yeah. yeah. somehow the person accused him died but we'll yeah yeah, else. yeah this yeah, is not it, a conspiracy yeah. <laughs> 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 i know this is the tangents we go on but but that effect i thought was was super well dead and when you saw the kids after they've been drained you're like Oh wow! Like they were literally uh, drained. That scene they flash back to almost in like the eighties when they have the uh, the little girl and she's kind of like walks off by herself. Oh, Violet. Violet, yeah. That scene just broke my heart, and I was sitting there the whole time, like when the rose just sitting standing there by the lake. I went just run, look. I'm like, girl, just just <laughs> uh, just, just 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 turn around, you know. I like that she was smart at first, little girl. She was like, she's like, no, I shouldn't talk to you. You're a stranger, and I was like, yes. Get, yeah. dude, go away from yeah, this I'm person. Like, yeah. She's wearing a weird hat. Go yeah. away. Her friends just keep slowly closing yeah. in on you. Exactly. I would be like, mm, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, <laughs> you don't fucking all say. Like, I do find funny that, that, of course, they have the black girl here. She's the one who's like, yeah, this all seems really bad. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't, she's the one person who's like, yep, this all seems terrible. I feel like I shouldn't be fucking with this. But... but I, one thing I did appreciate about Abra though is that you do see her her confidence and her powers and everything grow. Uh, that's where Rose basically like grabs the back of her head, and and Abra goes fuck that, get out of my head, and just that that effect. I was like, holy shit! Like that was some. Um, you know, it's like the last uh, scene in Stranger Things, where I, uh, last season when she kept going up, uh, going to that place, and I'm like. Girl, you stop doing this. You stop, like you know. And those ghosts finally call her punk car. They're like, "Bitch, what are you thinking?" Like, I, I was happy that I got f- 
for a moment that fear of, oh shit, she's in the same spot, but how she set a trap for everyone. I'm like, this girl's fucking amazing. I like how they, like, they kind of turned the horror onto Rosa Hat in some parts, where she's yeah. like, and, and like, it's like, oh, now it's scary because she doesn't know what's going on. And that's like, that I've never really seen that in a horror movie before. That actually caught me off guard because it did yeah. almost seem very like a trope. Like, okay, she'll use her powers yeah. too much, she'll extend it. They'll they'll trap her at some point, and then oh crap, here we go. But Abra's kind of in control for most of it until, until the end when like yeah. Crow Daddy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who? Okay, so the you don't if there's a complaint and there's really uh, I don't really have many. You don't really get to know the group outside of Rose the Hat. It's really just her. Honestly, it's very true because I keep I'm looking at that we have the castles pulled up and I keep seeing that they have all the names. From the the book, but they don't introduce any of them except for Crow Daddy, uh, Andy uh, Snakebite Andy, and then well, I guess Grandpa Flick. They like say his name once. It's like, yeah, yeah, Grandpa yeah. Flick. Well, sit. and also this is funny f- fact. I told Aaron this. So Barry the Chunk, they changed his name to make it less racist because in the book his name is Barry the Chink. <laughs> oh shit! Is it really? It really is. Oh damn! That's and, and I mean, there's like a whole explanation about how he chose that name himself because he was like trying to turn racism on its head. And she does call him Barry the Chunk at one point. So I was like, okay, it makes sense that they were just like, okay, we can't have this racist name. Yeah, yeah. We gotta like take this out. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that would not fly. <laughs> I don't know what Stephen King was thinking, but it kind of works in the book sense because, you know, they get the chance to explain why he's called that. Yeah. But, no, in this, they, there was no way that they were going to take five minutes to explain why this isn't racist. Yeah, that, that that's a little rough. Uh, yeah. I always talk about Cliff. So, I, I, so, Cliff Curtis is actually one of my favorite character actors. I love seeing him stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know who Cliff Curtis is. I think you mean, uh, what's that, quarterback? Oh, yeah. uh, Cliff <laughs> <laughs> Like in in like twenty years, that's what Colin Kaepernick. Like I mean, he did have Cornrows in his first scene, and I kind of agree. He, he did. They do look vaguely similar. Like so, yeah. So it's funny when you brought that up. I went, he doesn't look. But I pulled a, a shot from the scene. I went, oh my god, he kind of does look like Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> she brought it up. I, I oh, well, yeah, I'm okay. just stealing her joke. So uh, I was like, okay, that's completely fair. <laughs> like, like he kind of looks like Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Cliff Curse is great in this, and him and Dan have really good chemistry. I love how uh, Dan is looking like a like homeless Noah, basically, <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, and Billy just kind of takes a takes a chance up. Now, now remind me, did, do they establish? They establish Billy has some form yeah, of shine, they, right? They do kind of like because he's like, oh, I always have good feelings about people, yeah, which is like. He has like a minor form of the shine, so he can like tell that Danny's a good person. Which I appreciate that they kind of lay out like you know sometimes people know when people are in danger, sometimes people know when they just need to hear like a like a positive word. I like the way they explain the shine, like the shine in that instance. I went, huh? I was like, okay, that's like so. If you wanted to delve deeper into that, that's a very easy route for you to go. Yeah. You know, like what you know, what levels are there to this? Uh, I, I thought it was very salty. I went, oh, that's, that's, hmm, all right, well played, movie. Um, Crow, Crow Daddy. <laughs> now, is that, now, 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 is that the, the main guy? That's the guy who, yeah, like, it's like, okay. it's like yeah. Rose Hat's, like, boyfriend, I guess, is yeah, what you would say, like, partner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. so, so when he, he ended up kidnapping Abra, and that was, 
that whole scene of them in the car, uh, the, the van together, which, by the way, evil vampires, a little on nose to use a van, by the way, <laughs> to kidnap, like, I, I feel bad for anyone who drives a van, because if, if I'm a kid, I'd be like, ah, oh, <laughs> like, any van I see, you know, I was like, oh, that, that's a shame, but... They only sell vans to creepy people. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a law. Thank, Look thank, it oh, thanks, thanks for filling me in. You're I appreciate welcome. it. But he is just, he's an asshole. Like, Rose is kind of, like Rose is evil, but there's like a charm to her. She's just looking out for her family. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I was gonna say, like uh, the last podcast on the last left did a interview with Mike Flanagan, and uh, that's what he talked about as like Rebecca Ferguson. Like the way that she looked at her character was that she wasn't a villain. She okay. was doing everything for her family and what she thought was best. So even though yes, her actions are horrible, the yeah. way that she looks at it is that they're not horrible, which honestly makes her a more compelling villain. And okay. that's I, that's why I think that she like worked so well, and like Crow Daddy doesn't think that way. He's just like kind of out, outwardly evil. Yeah, he's just like, oh man, like he's like, oh, I'm about to dose you at the next at the next stop. I'm like, God damn, dude, like you already have her. Like what? <laughs> you know, like double seat belted. Yeah, which which oh man, seriously, kids. Wear your seatbelts, like, <laughs> like, like I, I, you know, and, and I will say that was something that I did appreciate is that he's very arrogant in his actions. Just like I got this, like, I got her meaner, meaner, meaner. Rose gets that point pretty early on where she's like, "Oh fuck, this girl's a threat." Like, and they even get to a point where they, we can't turn her. Like, there's no, like, yeah. we can't even take the chance that she could, you know, act right and just fuck us all up. And there's a scene in this movie. Oh my god, it's so good. Where uh, where Abra and Dan and uh, and uh, oh my gosh, I want to blank on his name. Uh, Billy go ahead and trap a bunch of uh, what's the group's name? I'm completely the wondering. True Knot. And they start all, like just like snipering several of them, and oh my god, that scene! I was like, it kind of reminds me of something like out of the Revenant. I was like, damn, this is really yeah, like brutal. Like, like the way it was shot and everything. Uh, the sink uh, uh, bite, uh, Andy. So she's in the movie. She's played that girl called. Uh, I haven't really seen her in anything. Uh, Emily uh, Allen Lind is what I'm gonna go with. Uh, we confirmed she is 19, right? So yes, like, yeah, we can all. She, yeah, she's in the Babysitter. If you guys saw that on Netflix, which is really we, fun. the only reason I asked because we were because Chris was like like <laughs> off my Chrissy was like, yeah, can we talk about the girls in this? I'm like, yeah, like every girl in here is, is like gorgeous, and it was like. Okay, wait. She looked a little because they even say she gets uh, they capture her. She's what 15? 15, fifteen. Yeah. So I was really sitting there like, oh god, she's fifteen. It's gonna be really like I really <laughs> hope I'm reading it on Twitter about someone going like, oh, she's fucking I'm like you know. I'm just like, okay, so here that she's nineteen. Went okay, I can take it. But I don't know what her career tra- uh, trajectory is gonna be after this. She's not giving a lot of lines. But I love her flip from basically being Ellen Page and Hard Candy, <laughs> where she's where she's doing like, which is a pretty brilliant thing she's doing. So basically, she goes on the like uh, they say like forums, right? Like on website, yeah, some kind yeah. Of, like, chat. yeah. And she's meeting these uh, she's meeting these older guys, and she's telling them that she's fifteen, and they're still like, oh, hey, let's go meet up at a theater. Or meet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck, like. Like, it, it, it's a very, like, uncomfortable reality that you know that fucking happens. So, 
when this girl was able to make people go, like, make them go to sleep just by That's saying like it. That's like how they introduce her, right? It's like yeah. in the yeah. movie theater, and the guy like walks up and is like, we're going to do this or something like that. Yeah. And then she... Which, like, which by the way, I so, mean, so, like, like, so, so sick and transactional. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? like, it's like, oh, like, like, you couldn't even, yeah. like, you couldn't buy her, like, Something for her, you're like, nope, let's get down to it. It's like, it's like, oh, you didn't even buy her popcorn. What the I know, <laughs> what an asshole. So, I'm so that brought me probably the most joy of most parts of the movie where she tells him to go sleep and she's basically talking shit to him as she's going, Look, I'm gonna go and like fuck your face up right now, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're like, Yeah, yes, it's coming. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, like, like, it's like, Oh, yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, like, uh, fair enough, but. They end up capturing her, and so it's cool to see that turn from something that was, I want to see the term, use the term pure, but he was using her gift for good to a very um, not good thing <laughs> that she's doing. I don't know if it's, she was doing it, using it for good, because she was just robbing them, too, you know what I mean? I mean, true, yeah. but I mean... It's like, but they deserved it. It's like, yeah, it's like, like evil begets evil. I was like, she's like chaotic good, yeah. in the sense that she's doing technically something that isn't, like... You know, those people deserve it because they're pedophiles and they're terrible. Yes. But yeah. she's not doing it in, like, a not illegal way. Yeah. Because <laughs> she is robbing them and she is maiming them. She, she, like, she's not doing it for the purest of reasons. Like, it might... You could justify it slightly less if she wasn't robbing them, but the fact she is on top of it, it's like, well, all right. So I mean, and, and if you, like, break it down a little further, it's like... She didn't keep helping people after she became a, a that, psychic that's, vampire. That's she, a good point. I think she was in it the whole time just for herself. That's, Honestly, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the, Chrissy, kind of your thoughts on that? Like, oh no, I agree. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, she was just. I mean, it it was amusing in a very sick way to me. I was like, oh wow, like you yeah. just tell someone like, oh, go to bed, like, and then just like, oh, but. I have a big fear of someone like fucking like you know, like you know like like I like, like I definitely remember when I had like a fly on my face I slapped myself while I was asleep I was like fuck and that's I woke up it's like oh so just having someone screw me while I'm asleep yeah I, I hate that shit I re- there's no quicker way for me to slap you than you're like poking me when I'm asleep so I yeah but she. Because she has the whole, and Ali, I'm going to kind of refer to you here again, because I haven't watched, uh, I haven't watched in a while. They, they establish that Dan is clearly strong because, you know, he's dealt with The Shining for a while. Now, are we kind of going off the route of, okay, the alcohol has kind of numbed it to an Because he's able to stand his ground pretty well, like, as the movie goes on. I mean, obviously, he's not drinking as much, and he's gone, what, they say, like, eight years, something like that, mm-hmm. without drinking. But I, I just wonder, like, does, does the book talk about, like, if you can numb your I power? Think I think like, the movie even talked about it, though. Like, yeah, so, like, that was kind of, like, the thing is that, like, at the very beginning, when he's still dealing with the ghost from the Overlook, and he uh, learns from Dick Halloran how to lock them in his mind. Um, so there's that, but he's still... they barely touch on it but in the book he like despite having like done that and gotten rid of the overlook ghost he does have this like ability to tell when somebody is going to die and he sees flies all over their place and so he talks about it with his mom how he knew she was going to die because she was covered in the flies and he couldn't look at her which was all he saw yeah and so that kind of starts it he started he like is sick of hearing other people's thoughts he's sick of being able to like 
uh, you know, read thoughts, see when people are going to die. So he starts drinking at like 14 in the book to Damn. to dampen his power so he doesn't have to deal with it. But because alcoholism is a disease and it is hereditary, he is terrible with alcohol and just becomes his father, becomes an angry drunk and constantly okay. gets, you know, they show he gets in bar fights all the time and he sleeps with that girl that is clearly very young. Which, oh man, so... This movie does a great job of establishing that Dan is just kind of a piece of shit. Just kind of from jump. And I was like, oh, dude. Like, like I'm sitting there watching. Like, so anytime a dude does something like that, I'm like, fuck, you're not making a lot <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come like, just do it. Like, be better. And you see the, because um, the, the girl he sleeps with has a, has a kid. A kid. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, man, like. I mean, but I think they did a good job because I told Aaron I really hoped they included that scene because that's his rock bottom, and yeah. it's what makes him be like, okay, I can't anymore. So that's in the book. That's in the book. Interesting. And like, okay. And like, he thinks about them all the time, and that's also what kind of keeps him after he joins A, um. keeps him on the straight and narrow because he like. He does know that they died. That whole thing with them being like nobody found us. Yes, they really did die, and he, he feels responsible and guilty for it. So like that was like his turning point, and they, it needed to be there. And so I'm like, I, it's really dark and really upsetting because he isn't very good in that scene. But yeah, like, it needed to be there. I appreciate that scene because I, I, I do think that in order to, to to cheer for him, you do have to see him go through a a really dark thing, and. That really, and that's something I gotta give this movie credit for too, is that it made me uncomfortable at multiple points, but I needed to be uncomfortable to appreciate where we actually, uh, where we actually end up. I felt so bad for uh, Abra's parents in this because, so, so first off, and I, I'm, I'm gonna go on a, on a rant here, so it goes fuck it, like. I remember even talking about... So, I remember I played with a, with a Ouija board one time when I was, like, seven. And I remember that shit floated. I've never ran that fast to, in this, <laughs> to this day. So, to this day, like, I remember I used to see Ouija boards and fucking Toys for Us. And I'd be like, ah! Like, I'd still, like, like, ten years later, I'm like, fuck, why do we sell these? Like, yeah, like, burn them all. And... Parker Brothers or whatever. Yeah! <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. They're like, oh, cool. Like, money, money, money. Like... <laughs> But I remember that, and that's why I will, if someone tells me that ghost don't exist, I'll tell you you're fucking wrong. But I remember that in particular because it made me go like, okay, you, there's just certain things you shouldn't fuck with. Her dad, first off, Dan just shows up at his house, so he's like, okay, like, why is this random, like, old white man on, on my lawn? Oh, like, dude, give such pedophile... Like, like, yeah, like, 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 no, I swear it's not like that. Like, like talking to his daughter, like, who the fuck are you? So, why? Oh, you're, oh, you're Uncle Dan. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, so, so creepy. Yeah, so, yeah, call him, call him Uncle, too. You're like, oh, like, like, okay, if you're a parent, you'd be fucking freaking out. But then when, but when Emma displays her powers, he just immediately is like, fucking A. Like, like, he's like... Shaking while pouring the drink. Like, that'd be all of us if our oh turned out our child was oh a psychic. Oh my god, seriously, though. Like, that, oh, I just want to give him a hug. Like, <laughs> I, like that's a roll of the dice, man. Like, of all the kids in the world you could have gotten, you got the one that can talk to ghosts and shit. Like, like I felt bad for the dad, and he meets a really fucking unfortunate end, which yeah. I was like, oh, fucking Crow Daddy. Yeah, right. I mean, I just the, love saying his name, Crow Daddy. Know, like, Crow Daddy. Like, 
I mean, I, I, I felt really bad for the dad, but I like the dad in a little bit that you get with him because he clearly loves his daughter and loves his family, but they're dealt this uh, really uh, awkward hand where he's like, fuck, and yeah, you're talking about the whole bottle, uh, where he's trying to pour a drink in his hand, it's just shaking you're like oh dude like I, i'm i'm sorry man <laughs> like, and the mom is out of town i remember they say yeah now they say because she uh, her mom is visiting what her grandma now, do, now, and I'm blanking. Do they say she dies in the movie, the grandma? Uh, I think that they do. Um, it's at the very, very end. She says that her grandma is like, oh, because Dan talked to her. Yeah, because I, I remember she like, uh, uh, Abra like tells her like, say hi, like say hi to her for me or something like something that made me go like, oh, you know that the end is kind of around the corner for. Her. Um, which was really sad to, to, to be that young and know that shit's coming. It's like, oh, fuck. I mean, it's kind of a bummer because in the book, he Dan himself goes to see the grandma. And oh, really? uses the Dr. Sleep power. Oh, I would actually like where that. Where she, like, passes. The, the grandma's actually a really big character in the book. Like, she's a lot more. I mean, I get why they left her out of the movie because everything she's in is is, like, background on Abra and not necessary to the plot. So okay. I get why they wrote her out for the movie, but she is fairly important in the book. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I will say for me, as we're just kind of going going through here, as far as things that just made me go, oh, the end of the movie gets a little Shining-esque. And I think if people are going to have an issue, it might be that. Because I think when this movie is doing its own thing, that's when it's at its best. When it's just like the book? Yeah. The first hour is... Oh, here we go. That was good. (laughs) 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 No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I mean, okay, I will be perfectly honest. I'm, like, I'm very on the fence about The Shining because I am such a Stephen King person. And as we all know, he is very very vocal about how much he's always hated the Kubrick adaptation because they did I, I had no idea how much he hated it until I was like doing research on this it. Oh. hates it well also but the thing is is that Kubrick like did it on purpose to piss him off in certain scenes. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna do what he. Want. And then like he would change things that like were important to the book, like the color of the car and stuff like that. That Stephen King was like, "This is stupid. Why are you doing this?" And he's like, "Cause I wanted to. Cause I don't give a fuck. And this is my story now." Oh, that's, that's, yeah. So he okay. took like the, the premise of it and then just kind of like was like, "I'm gonna do whatever I want." And I mean. Kubrick is the real villain because he's a really mean person and he fucked up Shelley Duvall so bad on the set of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yes, he did. She's, she's, she's in a mental ward now. She, she, yeah. she, yeah. Is, she, is she really? Yeah. yeah. She, like, oh, he shit. really fucked her up bad. But, so, when I saw oh, the trailer for Dr. So Sleep and I saw that they were following Kubrick Shining, I was pissed. I was like, I know why they're doing it, but I don't like that they're doing it like that. Yeah. I get it. The Kubrick Shining is like, you know, a classic to horror fans. It is very popular, very well known by people, even people who don't really like horror. So I get why they did it. So I was, but I was still mad. (laughs) But I think that the way that he, he put it in and he tried to add as much of the book into, in it as he could and he also got Stephen King's blessing to use the Kubrick Shining he like wrote the screenplay and was like hey I really want to do Dr. Sleep but I want to do it with the Kubrick thing but I have my own plan like can I send it to you what do you think okay. Stephen King read it and was like hey dude like I think this is great like I, I think that you are mixing both of us really well please proceed and after he said that I was like okay well if he's 
giving it so okay. the, the friggin' author who notoriously hated that adaptation was like, yeah, go for it. Okay, that's fair. Then I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll go with it. So, Chrissy, like, kind of your thoughts on Because you've read this, like, the book. Yes. Right? It's been a very long time, but yes. Okay. I mean, do you remember enjoying it? Like, like it more than Shining? Like... Uh, I mean, as far like book wise, I don't know. I, I feel like I mean, I liked them both. Um, we know my opinion on the Shining movie. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like Doctor Sleep like followed the Shining pretty well. I'm not a huge fan of sequels in general. Okay. But I actually I did enjoy Doctor Sleep, um, and I thought it tied up a lot of not like loose ends from the Shining, but it just kind of like finished things pretty well. Okay. Um, I do. I did enjoy like the the movie Doctor Sleep, and I liked. I didn't know that um, he was kind of like I knew he was trying to go off of The Shining, the movie, but I didn't know he had like the uh, blessing and everything from Stephen I King. Either. So that's, that's yeah, that's, that's really crazy. cool to know because I did. I slightly felt guilty for enjoying the movie, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I did I I do appreciate that he did kind of try to tie in the book as well because I don't know the movie The Shining just. It, I don't know, it just portrayed everyone, like every single character in their worst light, which I didn't, having read the book first, I didn't appreciate because yeah. you're just trying to capitalize on their flaws instead of trying to know, you know, the things that they are trying to do correctly, even if they suck at it. Yeah, we're still trying. Wendy is so much stronger in the book. She is not like the screaming mess that Shelley Duvall is. Okay, that's okay. Was I aware of that? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm getting getting Stephen King like uh, education on the books. Do you really want to like? Because like, The Shining is not that long. It's one of his. It's like his third book, and it's pretty short. So you could read it. But if you ever want to watch something that's like pretty close, Mick Garris, who did the the Stand miniseries, made a Shining miniseries in like two. 2004 okay. Oh, okay. with no. Stephen King and okay. it's not perfect because the little kid that plays Danny is so annoying. God. It grates on my ears. Okay. But Stephen Weber plays Jack Torrance and he plays that role perfectly because you do get the sympathetic I'm just an alcoholic trying to make okay. myself better and they do keep most of the stuff from the book but it's also made in 2004 so the uh, the graphics or actually, I think it's '97. I think it's older, but the, okay. uh, I, I, this, I, I, it's yeah. like early CGI, and it is not good. Okay, mm-hmm. does not hold up. <laughs> uh, I, so uh, there's a lot of stuff here. I kind of a couple other things I wanted to to uh, to go over. Uh, the scene where uh, in uh, Abra's uh, parents' house. Where the spoons and everything are on the ceiling, I was like, I'm gonna like, oh shit. And I think if there is a complaint outside of maybe the stuff at the end going a little too much into The Shining uh, as far as how they can portray things. I think the movie's a little slow to start. I think the first 45 minutes, because there's a lot of setup on this, but for what they are setting up, you kind of need it. You can't rush through it, so I understand. I was sitting there the whole time. I was never bored, but I was kind of like, like a half hour in, I was like, all right, like where we? Like, yeah, I guess at that point it's more drama than horror. Yeah, it is more about um, the first part is definitely more about a man's recovery than it is setting up any sort of like horror aspect. But see, I think of this more. Obviously, you guys watch more horror than I do, but I, I think this is more of a thriller than yeah, a, than, definitely. Than a oh, one hundred percent. It's definitely not a horror. Yeah. Horror. 
because I while there there was there was one jump scare when they showed the the lady in the bathtub and I was like God damn like I mean, like like in the theater I was like ah oh. there, there was like one other one in the, when that, when that, at the overlook and the light turns on when he walks under it oh yeah and I was like I thought I was gonna get through without a jump scare <laughs> I was so happy and then. Yeah, if you guys don't know this, he really hates horror movies. I really do. Never yeah. likes to go with me, and and I was like, no, this one won't be scary. It's not that kind of horror. And then of course they had to throw in one jump. Scare. I like I like some horror movies. I like creepy, like kind of slow burn horror movies. I do not like jump scares. Yeah, see, no, that's uh, it's funny. I just got a uh, a screener for uh, for Midsummer, which I have not watched. Oh, it's you'll it's love it. It's, it's really so good. good. It's really good. Yes. And, and uh, okay, when I do that. <laughs> But 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 I got it. And I was like, I'm like, oh, like horror movie. But I'm like, okay. Yeah, honestly, honestly, there's not there's not a lot of jump scares. You're no, fine. I don't even think there's I don't really think there's any, any jump scares. Um, oh no, there's one. Oh yeah, in yeah, the yeah. in the temple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but <laughs> the thing is, is that like you, I'm sure you, you didn't see Hereditary. No. But this one is a lot funnier. There's a lot more comedy. Will Poulter basically his oh. entire oh, yeah, role okay. is to be a comedy, and it is honestly more about a, a woman dealing with grief than it is okay. well grief and the end of her shitty relationship. Because God, Christian is the worst. We're not, talk- we're not talking about Midsummer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Christian no, 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 is the worst. Guys. No, no, it's good. It's good. But uh, but. The movie's a little slow to start. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, once it gets going, though, I was I was never bored. I was sitting there the whole time. And it's like, yeah, this is all this is all working for me. Um, it's great to see Rose the Hatch. She's one of my favorite villains of the year, to, to, to be completely honest. I was shocked at how... Not shocked because like, I don't think Rebecca Ferguson's, uh, Rebecca Ferguson's a good actress because I pretty much everything I see her and I go, wow, you're really great. And I look forward to seeing her and stuff. But... The amount of depth they gave her for so little at points, I was like, okay, this is working. And how genuinely pissed off she gets the more a movie goes on. Because they slaughter everyone outside of her hitting that third act. And she is not about it. She's like, oh, that's how it is. And it is just, it's scary to see her ramp up. She's like, alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Um, when her and Dan have their big uh, fight on the stairs. Uh, first off, uh, she gets uh, she uh, gets his uh, was his uh, 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 no break heels in the arm femoral uh, artery. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, I was squirming in my seat like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. I hate that kind of stuff. I do too because she was digging the na- like her finger in. I'm like, oh, okay. that, part, that part was brutal. Yeah, I was, I was like, like fuck, fuck, okay, fuck, like this kill him already. But how? And then how she's like starts draining him while he's like twisting the, her finger, and I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" Someone shoot her! Like, I was like, like that really irked me, but not, but in a good way because yeah. you know you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. But uh, and I'm gonna ask Allie because I was sitting there and I kind of laughed because I went, I remember this part from the Shining book, the whole thing with the boiler. Like what oh the, yeah okay so yeah. I, honestly um, I'm glad you brought this up so they specifically one of the things that he told Stephen King he was going to do and I think this is also part of why he got his blessing was because he was like I'm going to end it the way the Shining book ends he's like I, I so you're still going to get your Shining ending finally correctly so obviously at the end of the Shining book the way that they even it's a really similar conversation the way that Dan and his mother escape because he gets cornered by his dad with the mallet 
And he's like, you forgot about the boiler. And so they're like, the ghosts are like, okay, hook your son right now. Go, go, go (laughs) dump the boiler because if you don't, it'll blow up. And it's the one time that Jack is able to come to himself. And so he purposely decides not to dump the boiler and he lets his family escape and he's like he's basically sacrifices himself so yeah. and so it's exactly what happens at the end of dr sleep dan is possessed by essentially his father the ghost of his father and abra reminds him that he needs to dump the boiler and so he lets abra escape and then he lets the overlook burn down which okay so i was confused on that because like it's like so d- I'm assuming he died because she's still talking to him. He did. It was the same thing with Dick Halloran, how he was Okay. I mean, I was wondering how they were going to do that because, spoiler, Dick Halloran lives in The Shining. He gets axed in the back in the movie, but he actually... Oh, does he really? He lives through the whole Uh, movie. Oh, that's... that's, Okay, that's a little irritating. I did not know. (laughs) Uh, Because, like, I know it does kind of seem like when you're, like, they spend all this time having him get to the Overlook just to have him die within two seconds. It's very sad. But in the book, he actually manages to do more help and he manages to help Wendy and Danny escape. And then he is like a mentor to Danny during okay. the early parts of his life. And then Dan is there when he dies. And so I was like, how are they going to do this since they obviously killed Scatman Crothers in The Shining? Yeah. But I think the way that they did it with having him be a talking ghost was fine. And, you know, I, I did too. And I liked the whole concept of the whole, like, you know, you got debt, you got a debt to pay. Like, stop being an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he stopped judging. I think he might actually even call him an asshole. Like, yeah, he, well, he's like, you, you didn't need to come into my kitchen or something like that. And I was like, I was like, damn. Yeah. He, he kind of punks him. Like, yeah, he punks him a little bit. He's like, look, dude, this is kind of, this is how it is. Shut the fuck up. Go save this girl, you know. And, and I will say, it does set up. It So, it I think it closes the loop pretty well. Um... If they wanted to do another one, but unfortunately after box office returns for its opening weekend, it it, it lost midway, which I was shocked by. Like <laughs> I was like, really? People like explosions. What can dude, you say? I know, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, like like good horror. It's so I don't want to say it's hard to get now, but everything is so much like go- jump scares and everything. Like when I do see a good horror movie, I'm like, hey, go see this, please, so I get more of this. And it. Thank God the critics liked it because that will help it. It will, but it was like a bummer though. Like my side wasn't number one. I was like, that's. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. I just think that like it sucks because I, he had to use Kubrick Shining because if he hadn't. The people who have only seen yeah. it would have been like, well, I don't understand. Why didn't you use any of this? But I think that by using Kubrick Shining, he is also bringing himself under the scrutiny of people comparing him to Kubrick, which is, yeah, he can't be compared to that guy. No, of course not. And <clears throat> like, he was in a lose-lose situation, because if he didn't use a Shining movie, people would be like, like what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. But, th- but now he is, those people who don't like it are like, well, what the fuck are you doing? So, like, I, I-, I feel for him, but... Like I said, I went this cold. I mean, obviously, I, I remember a decent amount from The Shining, the, the movie, to clarify. But but I think that even if you go in cold, that you're still going to be like, yeah, this was, this was fun. Uh, my, my thinking behind, my thinking is, I was like, why doesn't Mike Flanagan just remake The Shining? 
Because he obviously understands the source dude, material. Lose their shit. I just dude. don't think that yeah. he can. To be yeah. But like, but I was like, I was like, he should have just remade it and then made the sequel back to back. You know what I mean? That would have been great, and I really trust him to make yeah, a full adaptation. But I just think that it's too hard to remake a movie that is everyone like, loves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at what happened with like, look, anytime they've remade any of the like classic horrors, like. When Rob Zombie made Halloween, or when they made that terrible remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, where they actually made him a pedophile when he wasn't original. (coughs) Yeah, that was. Yeah, I uh, just going through a couple quick scenes that I really enjoyed. Uh, The the whole way that they that Dan and Abra are communicating, like as far as like you know, seeing the obviously the callback, you see murder written there, but. Even her just writing like hi and it popped me up on his a, a very clever, albeit convenient, uh, thing with him moving into that room and with being the like, blackboard. Oh, yeah, like, oh, like, that's maybe, 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 like explain that uh, the person who lived here before he was a math student. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, it made a leave very convenient, but at least a, a logical reason for why. Like, yeah, I, so, paint, I, was yeah. Like, I was like, all right, fair enough, movie. You cover your base on that. Um. I thought that was actually, uh, I thought that was actually really well done, um, and it does lead to some really cool moments. The whole upside down like window trick that Abra did, I thought that shit was awesome. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, like Abra would be like, hmm, impressed with all, like, all the effects in this movie were actually really good. Honestly, because yeah. most of them were practical though. That, that's why the budget was the budget was like 30, 40 mil. I want to say. On it. Mike yeah. Flanagan's really big about practical effects because uh, he did The Haunting of Hill House on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. In fact, he really loves to cast the same people because the little girl that they kill at the beginning of this was also in The Haunting of Hill House. The doctor was in... The, the guy who's like watch he finds. Um, Dan, that guy was in Gerald's Game. Grandpa Flick was also in Gerald's Game. He casts a lot of the same people. So there's this scene where Rose is talking shit to her, and she's like, you know, you spend uh, all your time making making uh, memories, mine are like a cathedral, and she like starts going through like the the memories of Abra, and she's like, oh, like basically like, oh, I got this bitch now, and the and the and the and, and the, and the, and the like file cabinet it slams on her hand, and I was, oh my god, that is, okay, I wish you could see Chrissy smile. <laughs> When I brought up someone being physically harmed, because he's like, oh, here we go. I loved it. That scene, scene. oh my god, that scene, I I was like, oh, movie, like, movie, you're ripping up. (laughs) Because, uh, because, like we talked about, Abra, it seems like she's just a step, like, in front of Rose, and as her confidence grows, her power grows, so it's actually really cool to see that, uh, that evolution of her character, and when Rose has to pull her fingers and pull her hand skin out, just comes oh. off. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh, that is really fucking unfortunate for you." And that's when it's it's no longer like it's no longer funny for her because she's kind of like, "Oh, I got this bitch, whatever." Oh fuck, she really owned me. Yeah, she, she had been like just sassy the whole time until that part, and then after that is when she really got like upset. Yeah, you know? like I would say, like truly evil. Yeah, exactly. It, so they don't do they ever explain in the book the significance of the hat? Not really. I think it was just like she she had it. It was given to her or something, and then okay. she just always had it because they never really say how old Rose the hat is, but they hint that she's lived for a couple hundred years. Okay, because because they because uh, uh, she dropped her hat and like in the grocery store, 
and this clerk goes to grab her. And she's like, no, I haven't. And I was like, shit, okay. And like, why? <laughs> like, like, why so serious? Okay. <laughs> but they never, I, like, I mean, and this, this is such a nitpick, but I kind of would have liked something on that. I was like, all right, it would have been cool to know, like, like why. Yeah, what the significance of that is. But you know, Stephen King might write a prequel novel about the <laughs> and then, then we'll know. There's a lot of references to other Stephen King stuff, like uh, oh, oh yeah, uh, like I was, I was for it too. All the Dark Tower references, so I was many about it. Dark the, Tower the, the, the opening music, I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I get that reference. Uh, <laughs> or Dick Halloran saying "cause a wheel." I mean, that is yeah, straight, yeah, from straight, from, straight from the Dark Tower. Yeah, no, um, um, the the uh, the bus he's on. Uh, uh, um, Tet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 dark. I mean, it's pretty crazy. And there's there's a couple I know. So I went, oh, well, that's 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 clever. Okay, even the way the guy's office is set up is very reminiscent. Oh, it was, it was well, that, yeah, it was exactly the same yeah. as Richard Ullman's office, which I thought was a very neat callback. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's like, oh, like look at, like I like I appreciate like fans making shit because you can clearly tell he's like, all right, I'm gonna put in like very subtle. But they're not, it's not beating you over the head. It's not stopping the movie to go, all right, reference. Now we can get back to the movie. It's very much sprinkled throughout. I went, okay, this is this is a very nice way to pay homage to shit, but not have it encompass your movie. So um, there are several references that I thought were just, that worked really well. The last thing I'm going to say before we get to our reviews, uh, 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 Snake by Andy, she does something uh, before she meets her end, that I just thought was like the bitchiest thing in the world to do. I was like, "Oh, you oh, fucking like, kill yeah!" I was like, "You're so, like, oh, like I was sitting there at the end. I'm like, you're an asshole." And like, I, and I loved Billy. Like, yeah. Billy is like such a good character, and I was so bummed. Yeah, like that really. I mean, obviously, you kind of want it to be Dan and Abra versus Rose, so I get why it did. But just, just such a shitty, like, such a mysterious thing to do. Like, I've been, <laughs> like, I've been beat, but fuck it, I'm gonna take one last shot just to be. No, I'm dying. But still. Yeah, but just to be a prick, I just. I, Betty, like I kind of appreciate it, but it's like, it's like, what did Billy ever do? <laughs> so, uh, I'll start off and I'll let you guys uh, say your whatever else you guys want to say and give your grade. I I just went in this really scared. Uh, not, uh, uh, <laughs> I was all, surprised all, you saw that. Honestly, uh, 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 that, that's the thing, man. Like, I had I had someone call me out, and be like, "You guys do review horror." I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "Fine, I'll go see this." <laughs> like, and I and like I said, I I have a lot of admiration for Stephen King, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, I'll suck it up. And there are definitely times where I was looking at the wall, points. I'm like, "Don't you be a, don't you be a jump scare!" <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, don't fuck with me, movie. And even the score in this, the score is so atmospheric and it fucks with you. And there's so many points where like the score would stop, uh, and I'd be looking around like, ah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the music. The music was the so music good. The music is excellent in yeah. here, and and. Because I know that they used a lot of the music straight from The Shining, at least at the end. Yeah, that classic bum, bum, bum. Yeah, but 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 I love how they did the whole like when a ghost like was near or was about to appear, do the whole boom boom boom. The like, yeah. yeah, I'm like stop that, stop that. <laughs> I, I, in fact, though, there was a lady yeah. in our theater when we went and saw it that hated that, and so after the movie, she was like, "There was too much heartbeat." <laughs> it was so weird. I, I thought it was the weirdest complaint. <laughs> Oh, that made it really tense. It was like it did. It definitely brought out anxiety up, and I was like, "Oh god, oh god." 
it, it really reminded me of like when you play Resident Evil Four and the music just stopped. Oh and, and, yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is about to pop? Yeah. <laughs> like I loved it. I thought it was such a nice touch, and it really kept me on edge. That's the thing. This is two and a half hours. And I did not feel uh, no. uh, 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 phrasing uh, the length. <laughs> okay, so the, the guy who the guys who composes the Newton Brothers are apparently Mike Flanagan's personal composer because they also composed Hush, which is his movie, Ouija: Origin of Evil, Gerald's Game, and The Haunting of Hill House. I like what you said. I like to say Ouija: Origin of Evil and Airpoint. I mean, like, oh, like how are you more? I think we need a Ouija review. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, listen to another podcast. <laughs> but, uh, I have a genuine amount of admiration for this film. Uh, in in a time where sequels are all the craze, and how uh, again, just just watching Alien Covenant recently enough, and Terminator, and just seeing how you can just fuck up someone, <laughs> something that someone loves, and just leave it out back for dead. I was really happy. The challenge. I was really happy to see how this movie just didn't fucking suck. Like, that alone, like, gold stars for everyone involved. But between, I think, uh, Ewan McGregor really showing out, uh, Rebecca Ferguson and uh, uh, Kylie Coran, it, it really is their movie. Uh, all due respect to Cliff Curtis. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of this. Uh, this will be... So be in my top ten, if not my top five. Like I really just love the damn. Theater. Like I was shocked. A horror movie in your top five. I never uh, thought I'd see the day. Uh, Us was in there. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in there probably. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. Just will too. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but I just I love the theater. Like like and the other thing I will say too about this is that this leaves on a definitely more hopeful note than The Shining does, which was. A nice way to close the loop, too, because, you know, Abra's still developing her powers. Um, if they want to do a sequel, <laughs> and, and I, I'm going to be very careful of how I phrase this, if they could find a way to do a sequel, get everyone back, and not make it shitty. I would almost prefer a miniseries with Ewan McGregor uh, and uh, Kylie Curran if they could pull it off. If they could genuinely pull it off, I'd be all in for it. So, I've been torn all day thinking about my grade. Because uh, I do have a couple issues that we kind of discussed. So, I'm going to stop just short of giving it a fan-fucking-tastic, which I know is, is funny considering all the frames I've just given to it. But I'm going to give it an A+. I think that's fair. I might change my grade because I, I, I might, but I'm sticking with an A+, right now. So, A+, for me. Aaron, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I honestly really liked the th first three quarters of the movie. Uh, okay. it, it was really good. Not Nothing what I was expecting. I thought I was going to play off the, sh the Overlook a lot more than it did. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, when they got to the Overlook, it, it didn't do it for me, honestly. And I okay. don't think they got the Overlook right. And it wasn't that scary. I was expecting like when they got to the Overlook, like, oh, shit. We're in for something now. Well, they did use his exact set. It's just yeah. Well, they rebuilt yeah. it. Actually, we didn't talk about that either. Is that he got yeah. the, they got the blueprints from uh, Kubrick's family and rebuilt all the Are sets. They, they yeah. rebuilt the sets. They had the yeah. iPad and they were walking around to make sure they had everything picture. Perfect. Okay, sorry. Retraction. Fan fucking testing. No, <laughs> no, 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 that is such an amazing like 
part of detail. No, fan fucking tastic. Yeah, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike Flanagan literally because they recreated all those scenes with Danny on the bike and stuff like that. Yeah, he literally watched those scenes over and over again and put the exact things in the exact spot that Kubrick. They had. had the carpet made twice, and then even when they finally got the carpet, it still the color wasn't perfect. So they digitally recreated the carpet. Like, well, they they used the the you know the iconic carpet, but yeah. they had to digitally change the color to make sure it was. Exactly That's the same. Insane. Like, like the guy who owns, who made the carpet originally for the Shining, he copyrighted it, so you can't really copy it without him knowing and getting paid for it. Uh, so they did pay him, but they just couldn't get the color correct. Yeah, they That's just crazy. they tried, and then I don't know something about it was made in the seventies, so. Oh my god! Yeah, fan fucking fantastic now for me because that that that, <laughs> that that's insane to me that 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 amount of deep. Could you know like. Like, I, you would notice it because you're you, but, like, most people, like, cats will be like, oh, it looks exactly the same. But that's such an amazing, ah, uh, okay, that makes me happy. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say B+. Plus. B, B, right, B that's, plus. That's, that's, you know me, that's pretty good. Cause that I, is good. I, I usually go low on most movies. Yeah. So. Like, I think I gave uh, Endgame a B. Yeah, I, I think you did. Yeah. And I, and I, and I was like, mm. <laughs> but, but that's fair. That is fair. I want more from Mike Flanagan, and I would want him to do a Dark Tower. That's like... Oh, God, Dark Tower. Yeah, so I, I, we reviewed that, and Dark Tower... I was so disappointed, because I love Idris, and I love Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Honestly, the casting for that was fine. They just ruined those characters. Yeah, they... they yeah, it should be a miniseries. Like, it really well, should be. Well, they are. They're making one. Oh, are they? Yes. On Amazon. They're doing Just Wizard and Glass, though. So it's, uh, well, they're starting with Just Wizard and Glass, so it's Young Roland. Okay. I'll watch that. Yeah. If they haven't cast it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon! <laughs> Come on, you know you want to. <laughs> if only. Allie, go ahead. You're uh, as handsome as Idris. I, I don't know. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give it an A minus. I actually, I told Aaron when we were leaving that this was, um, one of the best Stephen King adaptations I have seen. And I am very, very nitpicky. Yes, you are. <laughs> Stephen King adaptations. And like it, chapter two, like I really wanted to like it more than I did. I was so bummed at the end when I came out of the theater that I was like, I really did not enjoy that. And I thought I was not going to like this one because I'm not such a huge fan of Kubrick Shining, but this was really good. Uh, the reason it's not a full A is because, yes, when they get to the Overlook, it just doesn't work. And the scene with his dad yeah. didn't do it for me because the actor that they cast to be Jack Nicholson just could not pull off Jack yeah. Nicholson because we didn't really talk about this, but they cast recast all the roles from The Shining, and Mike Flanagan was apparently torn between just CGI using like the CGI version of Shelley Duvall or casting it and then they decided to go he said I wouldn't make anybody happy regardless so they decided to cast it instead and the guy they cast to be Jack Nicholson could not do it right and so it pulled me out of the scene too much and okay. so I, I wasn't like a huge fan of the stuff that happened in the Overlook but outside of that I thought it was great we also didn't talk about my favorite character Azzy the cat <laughs> the cutest fucking cat ever also from the book but that cat was so cute, and when he appeared, I was like, "Yes, it's Azzy, he's so cute." I, I, I can see, I can see you giving that. So, so, so for context, so you're giving this an A minus. What would you give it, chapter two? Ooh, probably a B. I was B? not. Okay. Not, I was like, I was like B, B minus. Honestly, okay. like the last thirty minutes of that movie killed it for me. Um, I did not like what they did with Stan's death. I did not like that they 
went too sentimental and I did not like what they did with Bill. They made his characters pretty much pointless. Um, and I also thought that them yelling, you're a stupid clown to get him to die was the dumbest thing they could have done. <laughs> so. <laughs> As someone who hates clowns, I, which is why we have not reviewed it. Chapter two, uh, yelling, you're a stupid clown. I, I don't always probably stand up again. <laughs> like, the, great movie. Movie. Like, the end of it is so cerebral and it's like the, the real ritual of Chud like takes place in people's minds and there's like a mind over matter battle and there's like the turtle who's like the the creator of that universe because they're on the beam of the turtle which is all this dark tower stuff so i get why it's hard to adapt but them being like you're stupid and i hate you clown and he's like oh they're not afraid of me i'm gonna shrink and die is so bad (laughs) it was terrible Well, okay, when A Chapter Two comes out on on on, dig, on Blu-ray, we will we will have to have you review it because I am like I want to hear your full alley review now on A Chapter Two. I am like insanely curious. You should just watch the end because it'll make it laugh. <laughs> wow. Okay, Chrissy. Before I get to your grade, yeah. for for context, what would you give uh, It Chapter Two? Like as far as a grade. It Chapter Two, I would give a solid C. See. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Lord. Okay. I loved Chapter One, and I thought it was the greatest horror movie of like recent years. Okay. Um. But yeah, it Chapter Two is severely dropped a ball in every way possible. It, do we agree that Bill Hader? Because that's like the oh, one. Bill Hader so, was that, amazing. That's like the one constant great. I've heard is that Bill Hader. No, like, I, and they yeah. did some good things with his character that weren't in the book. They kind of like hinted that he might have like been gay and had a crush on Eddie. Okay. And Stephen King straight said he's like, I didn't write that in the book, but I think that's an amazing addition. And that really okay. worked. But it was just kind of like Bill James McAvoy kind of sucked. Yeah. I was, so I so so I love James McAvoy. I have a huge man crush on James McAvoy. Um, whether he's in the wheelchair or not. Uh, but <laughs> I, I I take I whether I, he's bald or not. I yeah. I, 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 I take I take care of him. What do you want? <laughs> but but I, I I did hear some people like oh he was great and some people were like oh he sucks. But the one constant I've heard is that Bill Hader is like oh, amazing in that. Good. And I'm a huge fan of Joe Barry, so I I just think he's just wonderful. But so uh, okay, C for it's like, damn two, okay yeah. fair enough. I would just I would stop at chapter one. Okay. Fair. Imagine just the ending. Just know okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I said about the ending, and then you know how it ends. Yeah. So, yeah, so you don't even need to, yeah, don't even worry about it. Cool, perfect. <laughs> as far as this, anything we didn't mention before we get to your grade that you wanted to bring up? The, well, I mean, I don't know. This is just my personal um, feelings about it, but the boxes yeah. were so literal and I hated them (laughs) so much every single time they brought up the box which I think was only like two or three times but I hated them every single time I was like get off the screen you don't deserve to be here. Please leave. <laughs> I hate it. I don't know why. I don't know if it was they, just like they didn't really need to show it honestly. It's yeah like, or just I don't know like it was just like I could yeah. see like the, the I, I get what you're saying because it's like when he gives him the box and it's like memorize this one and then make a mental one mm-hmm. they could just be like okay he gave him the box they don't need to strictly show yeah. the exact yeah. mental box. box. Yeah. And then there's the row of boxes and I was just like I'm done. Yeah, he didn't. It, he also, didn't be it, it also probably would have been better if he like drawn a box. 
You, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. But, but handing him an actual box, I will be the first one. I was like, all right, <laughs> like we're we're just getting started. That's a little on the nose. But maybe, maybe it's because he saw it and felt it that it was like was able to, he was able to make it more real in his in his mind. I mean, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's okay. a fair point. But it, I don't know. They could have done something different than an actual <laughs> box. Fair. I don't know. I don't know. No, fair yeah. enough. So. So what, would you, so, what would you give it, so, so what would you give this then? So, I mean, I was telling you I went into this with absolutely zero expectations because I was going and expecting it to be a total failure. <laughs> um, and I came out actually enjoying it. Um, I actually really liked the once they got to the Overlook. Like, that's what I was waiting for was for them to get to the Overlook because okay. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I do agree that, like, yeah, the Jack Nicholson guy. Yeah. But I, I still love, like, yes, he did drop the ball on it, but I still, like, just love the idea of that it's scene. Concept, yes. Yeah, because that's what the hotel does, is it, like, it takes the worst of you and tries to extort that piece of you, and that's why everyone that takes that, like, uh, um, role when, like, the what caretaker, caretaker. caretaker yeah. there yeah. you go. Um, that's why they all, like, that's why they fail, is because it just extorts the worst in you, and most people succumb to it. Um, so I did love that they had that scene and he was able to, you know, say no and, and kind of, I don't know, defy the odds. If we could take 1980 Jack Nicholson and put it into yes. it, it would have been a beautiful scene. It yes. would have been one of the yeah. best scenes in the movie. Yes, it yeah. would have been. Yeah, because I, I do agree. He was definitely distracting and I was like, you're so close. Your, you're hair, your hair is so <laughs> fake. Why does it make... I know. Yeah. <laughs> they try to make you look balding, but you definitely aren't. Yeah. And then you had the guy that played uh, Scatman Crothers that I was like, is yeah. that Scatman Crothers? Did they bring him back? Yeah. Like, I know. I know. Necromancy! So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I do I do agree with that. But, I, I mean, I loved the Overlook as a whole. But I would give uh, I would give it a, a nice B. B? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Like... This is one of those movies that I'll buy it when it comes out, and it'll it'll be great being at home. So I can pause it and fast forward through the parts where I'm like, okay, there's a, <laughs> there's a jump scare here. I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's so rare for me to leave a, a a horror movie like like happy. I mean, now granted, I had to like full disclosure. I I definitely hit my pin the moment I got out there, and I was like, Ooh, okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But I saw three, safety blanket, huh? Yeah, like, dude, I saw three movies that night, man. So I was like, okay, I was like, this is, I was like, I'm gonna go get dinner and, and calm down a little bit. I want to get the scary one out of the way first because I saw this like at three thirty in the afternoon. I was like, if I see this at night at night, I don't think I'm gonna get through. <laughs> like, like, I think I'm gonna run out the at a point. Like, I can't do this. Do you just see me get, watching Get Out in the theater, man? I was like, oh, this is. Which is still the scariest movie I've seen in the last five years, because for obvious reasons. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I was like... <laughs> it, was, it was 100% not what I was expecting when I saw uh, Get Out, but it, it was very good. Yeah. It just, you know, it's one of those movies, it's kind of like Cabin in the Woods, where, like, the way that they frame the trailers is not what the movie mm, is. At all, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, like, LA is not in the room, I'm still paranoid, that's why I won't go back home. <laughs> 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 like, <I'm> just, <laughs> Still, still paranoid two years later, but... But it did launch the career of Lakeith Stanfield, who I am obsessed with. Yeah, true. He's a great actor. He's, He's so he, handsome, he, too. He, he is. I, I, I really enjoy that dude. And uh, uh, Daniel, uh, I, I I can never... Kalua. Remember. Yeah, I always want to say Kalua, but I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's just what I want. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, 
I, I love that movie. And uh, what's her name from Girls? Which is the worst oh. show HBO's ever produced. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Allison. Allison Williams? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah, honestly, like I love Adam Driver, and I I'm, do like, too. I'm like, I refer to him as my boyfriend all the time. Nice. But I've had friends tell me don't watch Girls, Girls because you'll hate him. You will. And so I'm like, all right, I won't watch it then. Yeah, I, I, I watched two seasons of Girls because I fully believe you cannot talk shit about something unless you watch it. And I watched a few seasons of Girls, and I was like, this is just like the most entitled show like it, <laughs> it, it, it's female entourage and by the way I hate entourage too like I know there's still like entourage what do you, is such a what big... do you expect from uh, Lena Dunham the, the world's worst feminist yeah which I I I, 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 I so I remember and we're going off the wheels here, I was going to say we didn't get Chrissy's review <laughs> <laughs> oh no we did it was yeah, amazing yeah, I, yeah. we've been talking so long I forgot already no no you're good but it it's frustrating as a guy to watch something that other guys are just like, oh, this is the best thing. You're like, you realize like the multitude of problems with the show. Are you right? talking about Entourage? Yeah. Like, Who do you know that likes Entourage? I don't know anybody. Dude, so so I was, oh God, I would have been 19, 20 when that show was on. And I remember, uh, I think I just moved to Austin. I remember there were several people in each of the classes I was at in college who just adored that show. And I was like, Ugh. why? Yeah, it was on for like six seasons. Didn't the yeah. entire cast get called out for sexual harassment or something like that? Most All, of them. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I was like, Has Adrian Grenier did any, done anything since Devil Wears Prada? <laughs> Was he not in the Aquaman movie? Like, <laughs> Man, it would have been funny if they did that. Yeah, they actually put him in Aquaman. But... Did, did you ever watch Entourage? No. So there was like a plotline in, because I watched like two seasons of it. There was like a plotline where, because his character is an actor, where he gets cast as Aquaman. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Where they make an Aquaman movie, but it was well before they had made any superhero movie, so it was kind of like stupid and outrageous. Yeah. So uh, it would. Yeah. Uh, it, it wouldn't be funny now. I'd be like, oh, that's pretty tight. Yeah. 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 Now, but just, you know, before Aquaman came out, it would still would have been like, oh, cool, he gets to be a superhero. That'd be a really big career move. But like in the show, it was because only Batman had movies that it was well before Marvel. So yeah, but I just that's always. The shows, I never understood why people liked it. Like, yeah, I mean, Jeremy Piven, of course, you know, I was gonna say he's a good actor. He's uh, the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, a little handsy, uh, <laughs> too, but, uh, yeah, allegedly, sorry, because I don't want to get sued. But watch Jerry Piven listen to this all fucking real bad. But, but, yeah, why, but yeah, don't watch Girls if you like Adam Driver. Because that was my first exposure to him. I remember I was like, oh, dude, really? And then I was like, oh, he's really great in everything outside of Girls. It's true. I've, I've seen lots of movies with him in it. The one shining star in the new Star Wars movies, for me at least. I, okay, you know, so let's go here. <laughs> so I enjoy the hell out of Force Awakens. I enjoyed Solo. I enjoyed Rogue One. I think it's the second best Star Wars film they've ever made. I agree. Right behind Empire. Uh, I thought Last Jedi was um, not good. And I remember leaving the theater going, uh, Alay and I actually went and saw it. And I remember going like, eh. Like, that was the exact 
sounding. Yeah, that, that was what I made after Force Awakens. I was really like, interesting, eh. interesting. But, but like I, I remember leaving theaters going like. Like when Yoda popped up, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Like I, like I, I lost my shit. Yeah, that was the best scene. Yeah, that was. They did crazy Frank Oz Return of the Jedi Yoda, not cool. I can do backflips prequel Yoda. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, Yoda's back!" And then uh, when Luke did Jedi mind trick at the end, I was like, "Oh okay." When he dusted his shoulder. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, (laughs) Mark Hamill, we don't deserve you." Uh, but everything else, man, I thought they made, uh, like, Finn, I was like, I, like, I I'm, hate that character. Like, 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 I'm always cheering on my, my fellow black people, I was like, oh, fuck this dude, he's <laughs> John Boyega is a great actor, too, if you see, a, uh, what was it, Attack the Block? I love Attack that the Block, It's and so good. we need a sequel to Attack the Block. Yes! So, so. Those, the monster design and the practical effects in that yep. movie are so good. But I just, I remember just watching that last Star Wars going, like, man, I, uh... I'm very happy we're getting one more, and then apparently they were putting these on it's ice for a while. It's like four or five years before we get another one. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's good. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah, because right now, I got Disney Plus, I have Mandalorian coming out. Oh, Tuesday. Which I'm, oh, oh, are you looking forward to that? No, I might be, you know. I may or may not have already paid for Disney Plus for a year. I'm really Oh, I did it for three years. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, they did that special with like the Disney well, Plus we members. Didn't we do that too? We did the three oh, year one. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. We're locked in for three exactly. years. Exactly, we got it. Oh, it's <laughs> like five dollars a month for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Site when they when Dude, they did really? it. Yeah, like oh, shoot. Uh, when they were like offering it because I mean it's cheap either way. Even if you get it for a year, it's still yeah. like ten bucks a month roughly. But when they first announced that, I was like, cool, that's what I'm gonna do because you don't actually have to pay until November twelfth. Yeah. yeah. But uh, apparently that was such a big deal. That like their site crashed. That's insane. And Taika Waititi's in it, and I will see anything that that man is in because he's my favorite person in the world right now. So it's funny you bring him up. Um, when you got when you guys leave, I'm actually going to review Jojo Rabbit. I have, and I'm not going to do my whole review here, but it is a such a wonderful surprise, and it made me say something I never thought I would say. I wanted more Hitler, <laughs> which I think alone is a win for the movie. But he's amazing, and that movie's genuinely wonderful. So please go see it as soon as you can. I haven't seen it yet. I need to. Yeah, like, like this guy sitting next to me because uh, we saw it yesterday morning. He was the happiest person probably in that theater. He's like, dude, this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, point, like high five. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, yeah. He he's one of my favorite people working right now. And Mandalorian, I'm after I saw the first trailer, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. That's I mean, I was gonna watch it anyway, but I'm like, yeah. Like, you need something more. But like, okay. The first thing I'm gonna watch when it launches. Dude, uh, old school Spider-Man the animated series. Oh, for, bud. For, for, That's for, why I fell in love with Mysterio. Yeah, first thing I'm putting on. I'm like, yep. Put it, put that three-episode arc with Venom in it, and I'll oh, be, dude, I'll be oh, set. That's my childhood. Dude, I'll do that. <laughs> That's, that's my childhood right there. I love that shit. So, okay, real quick. Chrissy, I'm going to ask you first. What is your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy's face off. Only you can see her face right now. Like... She's like, whoa, what are you trying to do? I know. I think you broke my brain a little bit. I know. Because if I ask Chrissy your favorite holiday, it's Halloween. Oh, Halloween, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which, while you're thinking about it, we, uh, uh, Elaine and I were privileged enough to go to Chrissy's wedding here recently, a couple weeks ago, and 
it was just all Halloween and spooky out in the bar, and I was just like, this That's is awesome. wonderful. Chrissy actually got me go out in a corn maze, which is one of my biggest fears because just being lost in a maze like that at night, I was like, oh man, this is like... And I have photo proof. Yeah, I was like, I hate everything about this, <laughs> but, but we got lost for a little bit, but found our way out. But then, so. Well, we found our way out through the entrance, so... Yeah, which, which, which I still count as a win as far as... just went backwards, it's okay, hey, it's you know, fine! Hey, you know, sometimes you have to go back to where it all started. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I see you there. Well played. <laughs> All right, Chrissy. Yeah, I know. And so, like, Eve, asking my favorite horror movie is so much easier. What's your favorite horror movie? House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. Nice. Okay, that's, that, okay that's actually great. But that's not Disney. <laughs> yeah, that is not, yeah, that would. I don't know. Come back to me. Come back okay. to me. Okay. I will say my, I'm going to say one of my favorites, because I'll be honest, I don't know if I can think of my favorite off the top of my head, but one of them is Robin Hood. Fucking love yeah. Robin Hood. I do I, love classic yeah. Like, yeah. like I remember, especially with that last Russell Crowe one and that Jamie Foxx one they just put out. Like, that Foxx was looking better back <laughs> Yeah, because that movie still holds up. Yeah. Stop sniveling and hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and the fact that there's just all these different animals that work so well, it's like, all right, like in the whole mama, mama, wait for me, breaks my heart each time. With bunny. the with a little bunnies running towards the, the, the drawbridge and the sheriff of Nottingham is being just a great a asshole. <laughs> like, like I think that's one of the reasons I love that movie so much is because Sheriff of Nottingham just doesn't give a shit. Like these kids are, these people are starving. He's like, oh man. Time to get your taxes. Oh, <laughs> like, sucks to be poor. That's it. Like, like, he's such a prick. I remember as a kid, I was four the first time I saw that. That was the second Disney movie I ever saw, first one's Beauty and Beast. And I remember watching going like, wolves are stupid. Why is he so mean? <laughs> I hate wolves. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I uh, can't. I, yeah, so Robin Hood for me. Allie. Uh, so I have two. Which are? I would always say the Aristocats. It's a great one. Uh, that, 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 that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I love cats and I love jazz. But the only problem, speaking of Scatman Crothers, because he is the voice of Scat Cat, um, the only problem is that it is also in the 60s Disney when they would make every, oh, yeah. all the Siamese cats extremely racist. Yeah. So it's a little hard to watch. Yeah. The second one is Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I love Emperor's again. New Groove. I like memorized that movie and when, when my mom was getting stitches once just to, because she was in a lot of pain I was just like reciting the movie <laughs> <laughs> as a 10 year old like. <laughs> but I love that movie. Like I think it's underrated. It makes me like cry laughter. It's so good. I, 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 and I agree. That's probably the most likable David Spade's ever been. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just couldn't show his face. That's why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. The whole the the whole llama face thing just makes me laugh every time. And and the fucking squirrel that pops a balloon and when he goes ha and then all the, <laughs> all all the uh, what is like the jaguars. The jaguars. I was like I, that scene always kills me. I I fucking love that scene. Aaron, sir. Uh, it's a hard decision between two, again. Which are? Hercules. Oh, oh that's a great We one. literally have Hercules plates. Yes. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Yes. I just is adore it. Is the ones from McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Those are our, really? those are our fancy plates. When people nice. come over, we bust the Hercules out. <laughs> there you go. Like, you can't I, let like, the, the picture like fade, so those are special occasions. Yes. Yeah. That's that's completely fair. Her- and, some of the best music they've still learned. Oh, the, yeah. like the, my favorite music out of any of the Disney movies. That's fair. That's one fair. of the best villains, because James Woods is a terrible person, but he's yes, he real is. good in that. Yeah, he <laughs> is. I was like, he, that's the only thing I can give him. 
That and Videodrome, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's you'll like him in that, too. Uh, that's fair. And what's your second one? Uh, Aladdin. Oh, I, I think I said it on, okay. on the last one. I was you did, movie. yeah. I think that was, a, that was the first movie I ever saw when I was, like, three years old in theaters. Sure. And so that's always had a special place in my heart. And then huge Robin Williams fan, so. Did you uh, did you see the live action? Yeah, yeah. I reviewed it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I reviewed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did, we, did we go together? Or was it just Endgame that we went together? It was just Endgame. Just Endgame. Yeah. All right, Chrissy. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have decided. Which is? And it would have to be Great Mouse Detective. Oh, I love that. Okay. So, Radigan is like one of my favorite. Well, based on Vincent Price. So. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's like that's the one I'm most excited about on is that. Because we, we don't own that Radigan? one. Oh, I I own it, but I don't have a like DVD player. So yeah. it, it was on sense. Netflix forever. <laughs> it was. And yes, I'm really stoked about Disney Plus going to have that. But I'm actually pretty sure, and I'm I'm actually looking this up as we speak. I'm pretty sure. That Vincent Price is actually the voice of Radigan. I feel like he is because I feel like I'm always he amazed is. every nice. time. Yes, yeah, yes. So I have a huge soft spot for Great Mouse Detective because I started reading Cyclopedia Brown around the same time <laughs> I got into Great Mouse Detective, like it's like six year old Hunter. But I remember that Radigan song is just so fucking Radigan, catchy. yeah, it was like Radigan. yeah, it, it's so catchy. And then when that one drunk frog says calls him a rat, yeah. he, he feeds him to the cat. And you're like Jesus, okay, like, there's like giant murder on Disney. Yeah. Like, what can do? But when when Radigan ends up losing, like uh, that that fight. Uh, in Big Ben is still one of my favorite action scenes like to this day like people like someone asked me the other day like what's one of your favorite action scenes and I brought that up and they're like you can't be serious like dude go back and watch that scene because when Ragnar loses his clothes and gets that crazed look dude he's for, pretty scary yeah for a five year old hunter I was like what the fuck is that like I was terrified and it and I just watched Great Mouse Detective maybe a year ago. I'm like, yep, still holds up. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I've been going through my childhood movies recently and kind of rewatching some stuff. Kind of going like, all right, what holds up still? What am I like? Yeah. But most, I don't know if this says about my uh, about my uh, maturity level, but most of the stuff I've gone back and watched and went, yep, still love it. Don't even <laughs> The one thing I don't like that I rewatched was, uh, was a Drop Dead Fred. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. I was like, uh, like this doesn't age very well. I've <laughs> never seen it, so yeah, I'll take your word. It, it, it's, it's just it's fine. You don't need to see. Yeah, okay, there you go. Just know it's it's uh, yeah. It, it's actually very stalker. It's kind of like if you go back and watch uh, Hey Arnold now, and you realize like Helga's a giant stalker, and like. A little worse than stalking him. She would like break into his house and <laughs> yeah, that's like, shrined it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I, like stole his hat out of that's point. problematic. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's very single white female, but you know what? What are you gonna do? So, all right. So since we went off this random, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we gave our grades fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, we like I'm, Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Disney. You Plus came here cool. for Stephen King and you got Disney. <laughs> yeah, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You have to end on a light. Yeah, that should just be the episode title. Be like, we review Doctor Sleep, but end on Disney. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. So, uh, Allie, I'm gonna kick to you first to kind of give your uh, to wrap up here because I know you make amazing, uh, delicious cookies and all sorts of things. Oh, yeah, so. I'm actually getting ready to do my holiday menu too. So, oh, oh yeah, so yeah, please let me know when that's that's live. And I, <laughs> I, like, 
I've, as I brought up before, I usually pl plug my baking stuff, and I will have a holiday menu coming out in the next week or so uh, that I will, you know, you'll get to choose what kind of order. But I'm still working on flavors, so keep an eye out for that. It'll be pretty sweet. Are there going to be any Christmas flavors? Yeah, I just haven't decided what Christmas flavors, because, like, I like certain things that other people don't. So I have to just, like, 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 like gingerbread is never a big seller, but I love gingerbread. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, do I, I, I do love gingerbread. You know what's weird is like like putting the effort into making gingerbread house like that's how that's how lazy I get around Christmas. I'm just like, how do you want it to look? <laughs> I would just eat it. Let's yeah. be honest. You know I, mean? I, I, yeah. I just eat it while I was making. I was like, oh, a little frosting. Okay, man. Now and I just wouldn't make it. It's kind of like when you're making cookies and you like yeah. look the spoon over and over. It's yeah. Like, it's like why are you putting these in the oven? I don't when, she, when she makes cookies, I don't even let them go in the oven. I just <laughs> eat them. As, I, I eat the dough first. Yeah. See, that's that's the struggle. But I love raw eggs. I just. <laughs> Guest on vibes. Yeah, yeah. Next time, Nick, whenever they reboot uh, Beauty and the Beast again, like five years, you should definitely be guest. <laughs> <laughs> I will, Aaron, I fully support you being guest on. But where can they find out on? Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Instagram is Bon Bon Cure, which is B O N B O N C U I R E, because I it's a cool French word. So bougie, so bougie. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm trying to do, I don't think we have anything horror really coming out. Oh, I feel like we have Black Christmas coming out, which I'll see because it's Blumhouse and and I I like their shit, so I'll go see it. Yeah, um, I don't think there is anything else. I think, I think that's the one thing I'm missing a trailer for with Black Christmas. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say too, I'm a little upset because the, uh, the poster is really dumb because it has these girls on the front of it and it says like Slay Queen I'm like guys I'm like, this is also the second time they've remade Black Christmas oh that's right they did with uh, what uh, Michelle Trachtenberg right yeah like yeah. back in the like Here at the Spy early 2000s right <laughs> yeah because yeah. like, like Black Christmas is originally from the 70s so yeah okay that's that's is that in the same vein as like something like Sorority yeah bro, it's, like, or? it's yeah, basically it's almost the same thing, thing. okay <laughs> yeah then, cool like I said it's Blumhouse I'll go see it I mean they just own the rights to every horror movie. John. Dude, it every seems like it. Actually, I did see the uh, Invisible Man trailer, and I oh, yeah, that's and right. that actually does. And I do love Elizabeth Moss, so I, I I'll I'll go see that. She's a great actress. She is. She is. And I will say the whole concept of someone stalking you, you going insane, like not even going insane, but like, just like you can't see the other person. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, and and, and I will say too, it's it's a very. Like that's a very uh, the, the 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 metaphor is not hard to connect there from being a woman being harassed by someone who's not actually there with yeah. you. Like it's a very like like I like I read a trailer review about that someone was like I don't know why someone would make this. I'm like dude, come on! I'm like, come on. I'm like can you not it's, connect the dot that's right there in front of you? Like it's very true. It's like like come on. It's 2019. Like you have should, you not been paying attention at all? Yeah, have you picked up anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Looked at a phone. Your phone, yeah, right? But so I don't know when that comes out. But I'll, I'll go see that. I'm like, yeah, Aaron, maybe I'll be a maybe I'll be like, hey, Aaron, I'm gonna go see this. Have fun. We're <laughs> <laughs> technically getting New Mutants in the next two months. Are we? Yeah, New Mutants comes out in January now. When did they stop shooting that? That was like twenty. Oh no, they, that movie was supposed to come out like three years. ago. Yeah. Well, they reshot. I know they reshot a ton of stuff for it. Yeah, Disney did when they bought Fox. So there might be something connecting it to the MCU, but I doubt it. Yeah, yeah it, it was like, uh, the first trailer was released in twenty seventeen. Holy crap! Oh my god! Oh god! It like, might work out though because they did a bunch of reshoots for Rogue One. Yeah, that's true. 
That did they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like well, eight or nine months of reshoots. That's yeah. that's intense. Okay. Well, I I love her once. So who knows? Maybe. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were all just like <laughs> lights turned off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my TV just randomly went off. That's why. Uh, that, that's why everyone was like, <laughs> but I digress. But. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher Radio. Whew, that's all of them. At The Real Pineapple. And we will have reviews up this upcoming week for... Uh, I'm going to see the Twilight Zone 60th anniversary celebration, which I am hyped for. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I love The Twilight Zone. It's my favorite show of all time. Uh, the reboot's pretty good, too. Um, I'll have a review up for that at some point. But I'll have a review up for that this weekend for uh, the Twilight Zone uh, thing I go to. We'll have a review up for something I'm not excited for, which is Charlie's Angels. God help me. <laughs> I... I do, do, I love the ones from the early 2000s. So I like the first one. I think yeah, the second one is... is yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim... Tim Tim Curry's best role, I don't care what anyone says, it is not Clue, it is not Rocky Horror, it is Muppet Treasure Island, and I hold stand. Nope, okay, I actually have a story <laughs> about that, which is very bad, because I know you're trying to clue No, 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 go, please, please. When go. I was a nine, ten-year-old boy, I was I was uh, traveling on vacation with my parents, mm-hmm. and we went to Napa Valley, because they love wine, and they, like, <laughs> so we're, like, so, uh, we're, in, we're in a hotel in Napa, and... My mom's like, come with me. We're going to go get breakfast. And I was like, okay. We So we start walking down there. And I see this dude wearing all the leather. Literally, a leather jacket, leather shirt, and, a le- and leather pants. And I was like, why does he look so familiar? Turns out it was Tim Curry. Oh, and, shit! And so I'm, I'm a nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid, so I've, I haven't seen Clue. I haven't seen uh, Rocky Horror Picture. Yeah. The only thing I've seen from him is Muppet Treasure Island. Yes. And, and I was like, oh, my God. And my mom's like, you want to go say hi? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And he's like, oh, nice to meet Aaron just knocked those beer cans. Don't mind uh, <laughs> And so I, and my mom's like, you want to go say hi? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. I love him in Muppet Treasure Island. So I walk up and I was like, you're my favorite in Muppet Treasure Island. To <laughs> Tim Curry. Yes. Not knowing who he was. Oh other my than that. God, yes. I Probably like this is the best day. <laughs> Somebody didn't be like, oh, I love you. You're Frank Inferter. It was some nine-year-old. It was just like, I loved Muppet Treasure oh Island. Oh my god, that makes me so incredibly happy. Was he? Was he, he was nice. Please. Yeah, he was. He was great. Oh he was. God. He was great. He's he was awesome. Probably one of the nicest celebrities. I've oh, never heard anybody say anything. We didn't. Like ask, he, we didn't ask him to sign anything or, or yeah. anything like that. And my mom didn't even like really say anything. I just said that, and he was like walked by. He's like, "Oh, nice to meet you," and like left. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, that warms my heart. One of my favorite actors ever, by the way, in Tim Curry. Just so much respect for that man. That makes me so happy that he was nice. Yeah. Oh, that, oh my heart just got warm. Oh, <laughs> now I'm feeling. Um, oh, yeah, where was I? Wait, subscribe. Tell people subscribe. Eh. Yeah, I think we're good. I think that's <laughs> it. I think, think I got nothing else. But, uh, oh, and I'll review up for this movie, uh, The Fanatic, which, God help me, I just... <sighs> Fred Durst has a has a future in cin- in cinema, huh? Does he? <laughs> I, I pray he doesn't. He, he actually directed that terrible Ice Cube movie, The Long Shots. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that, like kids movie. And I didn't know that until I looked it up on IMDb, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and it, it just makes me so. Okay, the last thing I'll say before we wrap up, I swear, one of the worst covers of anything I've ever heard is that cover of. Uh, 
Behind Blue Eyes at Lindis did. Oh, yeah. You remember that shit? Yeah, I do. I remember I saw a video, and I was like, and I liked Lip Biscuit, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how do you fuck this up so bad? Like, I remember they were going to be here in Reno, and like, 13-year-old me was like, oh, Lip Biscuit in Reno? Hell yeah. Tickets were $60. I'm like, kiss my ass. I am not paying you guys $60. And that was that was standing. An actual seat was 95 I'm like, no, I'm not Who paying. Who does he think he is? Right? I was like, I would pay, tw- I paid 20 bucks to see Flowbot. So I was like, oh, that was well worth my money. But but $95 see Limp Biscuit, and this is three years ago. This is not like 2005 Limp Biscuit when they were, you know, quote, I, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I use that term very subjectively. But yeah, if you haven't seen The Fanatic, it was just, Dope. I'll, I'll, I've sat through the pain for you guys, so don't worry. I'll uh, give you guys a review on that. But it's worse than Love Witch, I'm just saying. Uh, but, but I don't know how that's going to I, It is. But guys, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you guys. You're wonderful. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Take care.